technically, it's still the new year because Shukai, it's Shukai's first episode of the year. Hell yeah. We did it. Did it? We did it. Yeah, we're super excited. We made it here. Like, honestly, I'm I'm super excited. Like, there's a, there's a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. And with Shukai being back, I, I'm really excited for this. I'm, I'm super excited for it. All right. So, welcome to Shukai, where we talk about anything that's Japanese pop culture related, whether it's anime, manga, or even anything that's related to Japanese culture. Uh, I am your head host, Kevin, and I am joined by our famous returnee. I'm talking to you, Martin. Oh, okay. I guess I'm a returnee. But I was about... To, I'm, I'm okay, fine. Hello, people. Hello. I'm a returnee. Hello. Yes. That's 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 not going to be an official title. But we also have our other returnee, who we haven't heard from a very long while. Welcome back. It's been a minute. It has been a minute. I, I don't remember the last time I was here. I hope it hasn't been too long where you already forgot your name. A uh, little bit. I'm pretty sure it's Antonio, uh-huh. but I am here. I'm, I've returned. 90% sure that's still my name. Oh, yeah. But I'm pretty sure. I, I remember it's Antonio, but who am I to rely on my own memory, right? So we're welcoming the new year with Shukai with a whole bunch of other things. First of all, we all had the pleasure of heading to ALA of 2022. Yes, it has returned. Yay! It felt pretty weird to come back to a con like this especially with the reputation that anime los angeles has and obviously we are in the midst of covid19 and so kind of like surreal i guess to me to for us to like come back to this like super hyped up socal based anime con that's my general impression but i was still glad i was able to go we're gonna have a lot of special content coming up in the future or it already came and yeah what about you guys it definitely felt weird coming back, seeing a lot of people. A large event during this time now. It, it just feels a little bit weird. But, you know, at the same time, a large majority of people are, you know, still taking precautions. But it was it was definitely nice going back to an event like this. Plus, it's also was kind of threw everyone out of the loop because now it's in a brand new convention center. No longer in Ontario. It's all in Long Beach. So everyone, it's kind of weird experiencing LA in a brand new environment. People and everyone... We're still trying to figure out how we're gonna, how are things gonna be, how are the parties gonna be like, how are the panels, and, and just how ALA is gonna be structured in general. So far, it was pretty cool. Yeah, um, and we're gonna get jump back onto it really soon with this episode. There's a lot of different changes about this event. The most prominent one is it being in a different location where it moved from Ontario Convention Center to the Long Beach Convention Center. And there's a lot of like hustle and bustle from especially from like long time anime convention attendees that were saying like, Oh no, it's going back to Long Beach. Oh no, we liked Ontario. Out of my impression, I didn't think it was that bad. It definitely felt less of a giant warehouse versus borrowing the nearby hotel's room. But it definitely felt much more like a larger convention. Like everything about Anime Los Angeles was easily accessible. It's all mostly contained in one large building using its subsections uh, as much as they could but overall i don't think this was a bad change um what about you guys 
Overall, as an outside attendee, just for the day con, it was a lot more fun. Definitely the venue has a lot more space. You're not crowded beyond belief trying to get into the building. At the same time, it was also, I guess, better managed to get in. I didn't have really have an issue getting in the lines. I thought it would be hard considering they were doing COVID checks and then this other various things just to make sure people are safe to get into the building. Exhibit Hall was definitely bigger, so there was a, le- a lot of artists to look at, a lot of vendors to also peruse. I- I've been to the Entertainment Hall in other previous ALAs, and it- I would say the hall was bigger, but the downside is because it was bigger, there was a lot more dead space, so it felt like there was less to do. I wouldn't say there was less. But the good thing about having it all in a Long Beach Convention Center is at the Ontario Convention Center, ALA was split up throughout the various hotels in the area. Where now everything's condensed into one location. Like you could easily find where entertainment hall is, vendors hall is, where the panels is, all in one location. I remember in previous ALAs, if I want to get to the entertainment hall, it wasn't in the convention center. I had to figure out which hotel it was going to be at and I had to go there. I guess it's kind of like a downside because then people aren't like as grouped together at the hotels, which leads me to the next point. But hotel parties, it's not as publicly announced that hey, There's this big party at this hotel, just like in Ontario, like people knew where the parties were at and everyone just went and everyone was having a good time. Long Beach, since it's the new convention center, people kind of didn't know how the area was going to be like. Obviously, COVID's there, so we're not announcing everything, but all in all, the convention experience during the day was a lot better. During the night, it kind of, I guess I wouldn't really blame ALA on this, but I guess the location definitely stopped like that feel of like there's parties everywhere well i also want to add on to it like i think it was the three of us actually where we were walking back to our hotel uh right after a panel or a performance and then there was like this square i think it's a square where, where the fountains are and stuff so a square or a quad and then all of a sudden there's this impromptu gathering of just like people just like mingling yeah i guess it wasn't publicly announced but it's definitely felt like hey it happened without anyone supervising or anyone kind of like leading this meetup gathering of some sorts. So it was it was honestly still pretty cool that people were still craving the social gatherings and interactions, even during the nighttime, where it's just like, our hotels can't do it. Let's just do it outside in the quad and just hang out and engage each other at with safety precautions. What about you, Antonio? For me, it, it was a weird transition. Because in Ontario, Ontario, you're you're kind of secluded, right? It's literally just hotels, convention center. There's no really like a general population. What what does Ontario have? What 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 are, are they deserts? Is it mountains? Well, what what does Ontario have? <laughs> it's it's big. It's empty. Uh, we don't really disturb anybody with our us being weebs. Wait, there's an airport there, right? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, there is an airport. That's but, like, why people aren't 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 going to like you know chill. Like you know what? Today I'm gonna go relax at an airport. You don't go to relax at an airport. The airport's just stressful. Yeah, and on top of that, just like of all the airports, the Ontario the Ontario airport doesn't really get a lot of traffic either. And like it's just there's just not a lot other than the convention center and maybe like a few fast food places and a Denny's in the area, and that's that's it. Yeah. Other than that, just businesses. And then, as, as Antonio has been saying, we are free to be complete weebs and no one will give a fuck because, you know what, that's that's our space. And I think that's kind of why 
people went super hard on Ontario because you're like, and again, Antonio's saying, you don't bother anyone. So like, who's going to stop us? I mean, there's a lot of other things that happen other years, but let's not dive into those mishaps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the transition here, there's more people living here, you know, that are residents of Long Beach. There's more daily activities beyond the convention that happens throughout. A lot, of, Definitely a lot of food places. I think, personally, that was a big upside for me. You get a lot more food options there. Uh, I, I'm kind of like a hit and miss with that. Yeah, you get more options. But it's Long Beach where it's a bit upper lower class or like it's it definitely is more pricey. I will admit that, you know, yeah, options are nice, but I feel like it's kind of like what makes not what makes it special, but it's definitely much more like it's a lot easier to encounter other people with so many limited options. You know, like I don't think people would come to a convention specifically for this taco place. That's like right next to Long Beach convention center. It's like, no, that's, that's not necessarily the case. I think what I really enjoyed was there was this Denny's at the Ontario convention center. And yeah, sometimes the queue is long, but you get to, people watch you get to watch like all these like convention attendees these weaves performers everyone hang out at the denny's and then while you just stand in queue waiting for your turn your table to be seated i kind of like miss that it's it's a lot less condensed encounterments of local con goers yeah like at, at that i did try at that taco place and honestly like i saw one group of convention goers, the rest of the people eating there, they're just normal people who were probably there just to grab lunch or something. Mm -hmm. It's more just normal people going about their days, and then there's people walking around in costumes yeah. and yeah. and wearing a bunch of weeb shit, and they're like, what the hell is going on? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> and I do agree with that. I do kind of miss just random con goers, like as you're walking to Denny's or like in and out right there. So yeah, I think that sums up our opinions and general impressions of ALA. I think it's okay for us to move on into how our experiences with it. For me, I had the pleasure of interviewing two special guests. One of them is the now influencer, Kaho Shibuya, and the other is the musical guest, which is Kaza. If this episode comes out before those interviews comes out, man... They were like super cool and they were like super chill to hang out with. And they're also like multilingual. So it was really cool just to have their own voice and their own choice of words commit into the interview. So that was really cool. More on that on the other episodes that's going to come out later. But as for the convention itself, okay. Not to like bash on anime Los Angeles, but I did really didn't like the way you head into aisle. 100 right and then once you reach the end it's no longer aisle 100 it's artist alley 228 and there's nothing to signify when the artist alley starts or ends <laughs> like i definitely had the same issue especially since like some areas ended in a t crossway the other ones are a straight line but then you reach the end and it's like do i go around it do i come back later it's the, the the structure for it was pretty questionable. Not to mention it was completely diagonal. So instead of like going in a nice square block by block situation, 
they had you go diagonally, so it threw you off into an even more of a loop, because as you reach the end, you expect, oh, I'm going to reach the end of this, and I just have to make a left or right to go to the next aisle. Uh-uh, you're going to keep going, and you're going to see you're on a diagonal, so you got to keep going more, like, more up or more down, which is very, very confusing. And then you didn't know where it started again, the next row. So half the time, you got lost, but... I think what upset me the most is when I encounter a fork. <laughs> And it gives me the option of either to go left or right. But I'm sneaking my way around, and I'm just like, well, shit. I don't know what to do. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> honestly, that's, that's just my, my general uh, impressions of how the con is. I think the quality of the people, the exhibitors, and the people they brought over here is definitely an improvement. Of sorts. There was definitely a lot of better brands that came in. If you really like your fashion statements here, then this ALA had a lot more options for you to choose from. A lot of good vendors. And that's just because they have a bigger haul. They have more people to take in without cutting on the artists. And even then, even the artists, there was a lot, a lot more artists with a lot more variety. Like the vendors hall definitely, I have to say, had a much better improvement than previous years you, you definitely didn't just go there do a one pass through and then you're done i found myself going through and then looking uh looking at what i wanted and i would eventually come back later in the day because some i may not even have checked out the entire vendor hall and plus i might because there were so many good options to buy things now instead of like well i don't really want that that's not good and i just move on I'm like backlogging like, oh, this this vendor looks really cool. Oh, this artist has some pretty cool things. So I would like check them on later if I still have the funds to buy things. So the vendor's hall definitely was a big improvement for this year. Yeah, honestly, I agree. Speaking of which, I completely forgot about my usual game of who's the biggest loser? Ah, yes. Oh, no. Give me that sweet, oh, no. empty wallets. So just a review, because it has been such a long time since we've been to a con. Um, so the rules of The Biggest Loser is that we are going to count up the amount of money that we spent. That's not going to include hotel. It's not going to include food. But all of the merch that we have purchased through the entire convention. And honestly, I bought a couple of things and it rounds up to about $110 in merch. I'm kind of glad I didn't splurge too much, but there were a lot of cool products. I was like, that. I'm thinking about it now. I'm like, damn, that would have been nice. But it's okay. They'll come back. I'll be back. I'll be back at the next convention. It's okay. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll look for you. I have your business cards. I, I, know, I know who you are. They'll, they'll be back. <laughs> they'll be back. I, I know where to throw my money at. <laughs> <laughs> who wants to go next on The Biggest Loser here? Okay, I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I, I was pulling up my bank account just so I can remember properly as you were explaining it. Oh my god, that's hilarious! So give me a sec, Martin. Do you know on top of your head how much you spent? Uh, top of my head, I'm trying to do some math. No, it's not the exact value, but I'm estimating maybe a hundred forty, sixty. On the top of my head, I mean, there was a lot of other things I wanted to buy, but I kind of held off. You have their business cards. You, you know where to look for. Yeah, I had to grab all those business cards because if I wanted to buy everything then and there, I would be a huge fucking hole in my wallet. Like, no, no. So <laughs> I just like, nope, this is what do I want 
right here, right now. And I bought those because if I actually bought the stuff that I saw, hey, I want this, I want it bad, I'm gonna, and I just got it in there, I'd probably be down the hole in like maybe $300. There's a lot of stuff that I wanted to get, but no, like I think 160. Okay, so for me, I know I bought a shirt, like a long sleeve shirt. The vent, like honestly, all the vendors there that like I was able to talk to them a little bit. They're all super nice, you know. You're, like as always, a lot of, like these vendors are super nice, super like chill to talk to. You know about anime, or just you know their their clothing that they sell and things like that. Uh, so I'm probably gonna throw more money at them again. Hell yeah! So one. Uh, one of the shirts I know that was like fifty bucks. I bought some stuff for friends as well. So I'm not including that because it's not mine. Also, I'm not I'm not into that 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 character's body pillow. And... Of course you are. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. Very 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 believable. Uh huh. I I, I I I have a video of me throwing it in the trash. Well, about to throw it in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, it's not mine, so like I can't actually throw it in the trash. Thinking, what is that? 140. Ooh, really? Damn. Are we tired? Well, I guess that means that Martin, from the top of his head, is the biggest loser by like 20 bucks. Wow, this is such a close race, guys. It's a really <laughs> close race. <laughs> okay, previous years, I spent so much more money. Like, sack anime, like, I was down the hole, like, by. Like hundreds, like maybe three hundred something or more dollars. I'm like, I cannot do this again. But like I said, there's a lot more stuff that I wanted to buy because, like, hot damn, the selections there are good. I I feel like what helped me out personally a lot is that a lot of the products I want are currently under development or the plans of the making. So I'm just like, okay, my wallet is safe. For now. <laughs> <laughs> now that we're done with that little mini game, let's go ahead and kind of shift on over to the kinds of panels that we all went to. Did all of us go to panels? I'm not actually sure. So, I mean, I did go to like a panel or so. Yeah. I didn't go to too much panels. Um, I was only at the exhibit hall. I know it's just kind of like people watching and just like doing all these other things. I did go to one performance, I guess. And that performance was really cool. Um, the only unfortunate thing was that it ended up being like super late. And it's un- really unfortunate for that to happen. It's even more unfortunate when it's like one of the last events of the night. So <laughs> you're just like keeping everyone to a room just waiting and it's nothing's happening. Yeah. Yeah. It was technical issues that were happening. It's like, oh, it, it, it kind of, it did hurt a lot. But, yeah. you know, I did. I still did enjoy that that performance. Yeah, I used to perform at ALA in previous years, and all I'm just gonna say is that the the people who were doing the sound for this particular band that was playing, they they didn't do too good of a good job. Every no one was balanced. It was just kind of a mess. So on top of it, just amplifying the fact that it was an hour late. And mind you, this isn't the only only panel slash performance that we're what I have complaints about, looking back into it, ALA this year had a lot more things that they did not plan out properly. Like, there was this comedy panel that I went to that was super cool. The, the comics there were really good. However, the door next door was also the karaoke room. 
So when you're trying to listen to comedy and you're just hearing freaking someone screaming out, belting out their lungs, Creel Angel's thesis in the room next door, <laughs> kind of distracting. But, but it also gave fucking the comics something to talk about. Like, yeah, we definitely, they definitely had a lot to say, but there a lot of panels this year for ALA was just not properly uh, planned out. Even like that dating game that freaking every single con seems to have. They had people line up outside of the room, okay, but they weren't having anyone check like how many people is allowed in the room. People won't line up and when it's time to go in, the people who are managing the rooms would just go in like, oh yeah, you can go in. We all flooded into this room. Every single seat was taken. Now everyone was like, the leftovers had to be standing side by side of walls in the back. There was a lot of people standing. They're just like waiting minutes just to get in. We did, we had to immediately be told, oh, I'm sorry, but people who don't have a seat, we're going to ask you to like leave the room so they didn't even bother to check the seats they just let people in and well yeah it just handled itself but i'm not saying the panels were bad i'm just saying like how they could have handled the panels how they could have organized and scheduled everything was just definitely not good and it seems like they ala invested more of their time instead of these small community panels into like big production events like for example the battle of the bands i remember me and my group played in the very first battle of the bands ala hosted by god that was a train wreck everyone was mad uh, everyone who tried to do a, a sound check we, we tried to do it and then it was our turn to do sound check and we didn't even get time to do it because they took too long and they didn't know how to do it so we ended up performing and sounding really bad because they didn't tune us to how we need to sound but this year this year of ala's Battle of the Bands, I have to give credit where it's due. After, I think they hosted this now, this is their third year, they finally got it right. It's a production. The stage looks good, the sound, the balance it looks good, they got bands that actually are really good. It's a competition and it feels kind of like you're listening to like a professional recording of like groups. These are good bands, so I have to admit like yeah, ALA did better on their larger scale productions. Like oh yeah, big events, like the dances were also really good. It's just their community stuff seems to have not been focused on a lot, unfortunately. They're a bit neglected there. Yeah. Yeah, it's super interesting. The, the bands playing were all all great, you know. My favorite was still the first one that played. It was, it was something about that band that stuck out to me. But yes, yeah, again, for a big production, the panels were well organized and coordinated and everything was great. But yeah, again, it does feel for the smaller community panels, it, there's a lot of neglect there. I just feel like with this ALA specifically, I'm pretty sure other ALAs also had like similar trade-offs. The ALA for this one, because of selected performances and panels that we all went to, the trade-off is definitely a lot more noticeable. Whereas in the previous ALA, it's just like, it's not necessarily subtle, but better observed now that it's in hindsight. It's like, oh... Yeah, that could have been, that could have been a lot better. But where this one is just like, we experienced the trade-off and it was very apparent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah those, those things are noticeable. ALA has been doing th this for how many years now? I think it's number 17 or 18 at this point. Yeah, almost 20 years. So they've been doing this for almost 20 years. So you would think they would have gotten at least these things right with panels and stuff, but they're still getting it wrong. But I, I have to admit, they're big production stuff i'm liking it i'm liking it ala is starting to get there yeah i can't give them the full brunt of the stick hey it's in a completely new environment if anything i feel like if they're going to continue to use this venue there's still definitely a lot of things they could learn from this venue 
alone and just try to like have a much more detailed descriptions on how each of the rooms are able to function and things like that. Speaking of that, this is one thing I'm like, okay, it was so good. If you're going to get a big ass room to put your entertainment hall in there, actually make sure you got to put stuff in there because like almost 30% of that room was just dead space and it just didn't feel as good. Again, I don't know if they had, they just didn't have the right amount of people to go put stuff in there or anything, but it, it was very jarring. The exhibit hall was nice and full. It was a good feeling to walk through it, but the entertainment hall just kind of was very lacking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, man. I can't believe it's it's like the first anime con we've been to in a while. Like, holy shit. Any closing thoughts on to ALA uh, 2022? For panels, no. It was just really different compared to previous years you know aside from you know the new regulations covid everybody but that goes without saying for safety measurements and procedures taking their precautions but aside from that it still felt really different like just you know there's a lot less ribbon trading this year at least from what i saw in that sense ah all right ribbon trading was <laughs> a thing oh my god <laughs> And not only that, not only that, like, I, I can see what Antonio is saying, because in the previous, previous years of ALA, the ALA was known to be that party slash community con. Like, they didn't really have big production hits there. They, they, it's more, we as a community got together to meet and socialize with each other. And I still got to do that. I, it's been a while, forever, years because of COVID. And now I've been, because of ALA, I've gotten to see friends that I haven't seen in the longest amount of time. I got to reconnect to people. And I'm glad that ALA still has that. Has that. But I'm noticing that ALA, throughout the years, has been slowly losing that its sense of community. Because, but there's a trade-off. It's like, yeah, they're getting new industry-related stuff. Like I said, their production value is getting better. It started like, I could see that they're trying to get into that industry level that AX is known for. I hope that ALA doesn't forget its roots and why people go to this con isn't necessarily to see the next biggest hit thing, but because it catered to, to the community. Like, people got there to hang out with each other. AX now, you don't really go to AX to hang out with each other. No, you go there because there's this big industry panel. They're going to release new things. There's this voice actress, voice voice actor that you want to meet. It's, that's the whole point of AX. ALA wasn't that. And then as long as they keep that in mind and still keep doing these community events, like the ribbons, as Antonio was saying, ribbons were the, one of the best things about ALA. It's the only con, I think, that does this kind of thing. But I just hope that for future years, they still manage to keep holding that. Yeah, overall, I think this is the best uh, output ALA has to offer, despite so many factors going into it. Because, oh my god, Anime Pasadena was such a small con, but because everyone was like super starved for anime pasadena that just became overwhelmingly successful like i said with the circumstances against him anime los angeles had the best output they could possibly ask for with everything considered all right thanks for listening check out our other podcasts on itunes and other podcast apps and check out our site the grand geek gathering for our articles videos and more you can set updated from our facebook Twitter, Instagram. We also stream on Twitch and we have a YouTube channel. Please, so please give it a like and a thumbs up and subscribe to that. So come on and join the gathering. Have a great week. Kampai and GG. <laughs> we did it. <laughs>